Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent cruise bride Susan Hartman, and I thought you guys would be interested to hear her story, not only about her wedding on the Disney Cruise Line, but also the really fun story about how she and her husband met. So welcome, Susan. Hi, thanks for welcoming me. I'm so glad to be here. Well, thanks for being on the show today. When I heard your story about how you met your husband, I was just in tears, practically. It was so beautiful. And so I thought maybe you could just start and tell my listeners a little bit about how you met and how you got engaged. I'd love to. In fact, when I talk about it, sometimes I come to tears. So if I do, you'll have to excuse me. Um, At the age of 62, I'm 64 now, but at the age of 62, I never thought that I wanted to date anyone or meet anyone I just figured I'd always be just a mom and a grandma and and I'd live the rest of my life out and that would be it. Because, you know, at that age, how do you meet someone and how do you really know who they are, what they are, what they're all about? And it just didn't interest me. But it just so happened that (laughs) I'm a registered nurse and I was working at our local VA hospital and I was reassigned to be the nurse of the geriatric outpatient clinic that day my 89-year-old patient happened to be my now husband, Bob's father. Now, I hadn't seen his dad since I was a child, so I was really excited to see him. Do you remember me? Do you remember my dad? And yes, he did. He remembered working with my dad years ago. And so I asked him about Bob, and he said, oh, I see him every Friday. We have dinner every Friday night. And I thought, well, that's really nice. So it just so happened that that year, last year, was our 45th class reunion. And I had grown up in a small town with Bob in the same night neighborhood. It was a real small area. And I knew him from childhood up to eighth grade. And in the middle of eighth grade, my father bought a home that happened to be in a different school district. So I had to move away and I hadn't seen probably any of the kids that I had grown up with since I was in eighth grade. So I really wanted to go to the class reunion at his high school so I could see the friends I had grown up with. So I said to his dad, do you think you could tell Bob to give me a call? I'm in the phone book and I'd really like to go to that class reunion. He said, sure. So he's in with the doctor and I'm thinking, can I really count on this 89 year old man remembering to tell Bob to call me? And I thought that's, that's taking chances. So I wrote a little note And I just said, hi, remember me, Nassis Adnutter. Well, Nassis Adnutter is my name spelled backwards, my maiden name. And it's something Bob, when he was a child, we were out front in the school play yard. And he came up to me and he said, hi, Nassis Adnutter. And I thought, what is that? Well, he's such an intelligent kid. He was calling everybody by their name backwards. And I thought, he is so smart. (laughs) 
And then he said, and guess what else I said? What? He goes, I can teach you to swear with the op language. And of course, in fifth grade, I'm like, ah, that's pretty cool. I want to learn that. So he taught me gopo, topo, hoppy, lop, lop. So I wrote this in this note and said, do you remember these things? And it's it amazes me that my memory is so good that I can go back to fifth grade. And every time I would drive by that elementary school in all these years, and I've driven by it hundreds and hundreds of times, I always thought about Bob and I thought about that conversation. I never remembered anyone else. I never remembered anything anyone said to me. But for some reason, Bob was just imprinted on my mind. So anyway, I wrote in this note that if you're having your class reunion this year, please give me a call. I'm in the book. And then I wrote a heart and signed it Susie. Folded it up, stuck it in Bob's dad's pocket. And I said, now, don't forget to give this to him. He said, okay. I didn't know whether he would or not. And it turns out, actually, it's a good thing I wrote a note because Bob told me when he saw his dad the next night, he threw this note at him and said, some woman told me to give this to you. So... <laughs> We wouldn't have known who the woman was or anything. So also, you know, Bob had to read the note. First, I had to remember to write it. And then his dad had to remember to give it. Then Bob had to read it and he had to act on it. So I think it was three days later. It was a Sunday and I saw on my caller ID, Robert Hartman. And right away, I started to go, my heart started to beat because I just love this little boy. He was just my friend and a sweetheart. We were just sweethearts, you know, and he was always sweet on me. We have a picture from second grade. Uh, it's a class picture and I'm standing right behind him and he's just grinning from ear to ear. And he said that he always liked me because I smelled good. I don't know what you smell like in second grade, but evidently I smelled good. So anyhow, he said, guess where I am? I'm sitting in front of your house, 714 Maple Street in my car. I just couldn't believe he was sitting in front of my house where I grew up. And he said, I always used to ride my bike by your house and think, I wish Susie would come out and play. And I wish Susie was my girlfriend. It, it, it was just a precious memory. And then he said to me, I always loved you. And then he said, I've loved you since second grade. And I was just speechless. I didn't know what to say, but he was really telling me his feelings for the past, I don't know, 60, almost 60 years. So um, we talked for a while. Of course, I giggled. I couldn't believe he had said that to me, that he loves me and has always loved me. And we started to talk and decided that we'd try to get a bunch of people together and have lunch someday, people that I knew because the reunion wasn't coming up for a while. So we started to email each other back and forth and started to rehash our pasts, our presents, our successes, our failures, our children, our marriages. And he said, we ought to meet. We ought to sit down face to face and have a, a bottle of wine in front of us. So I said, OK. And I met him and I was just a nervous wreck. <laughs> I didn't. First of all, how do you meet someone after 50 years? I didn't even know what he was going to look like. He didn't know what I was going to look like. So he said, oh, I'll be carrying a daffodil. Okay. So I said, I'll carry one too. And then that way I'll know you. Well, he didn't have his daffodil, but as soon, as soon as I saw him, I knew he was Bob. We met each other and hugged and sat down and just talked and had just a lovely time. We were looking at old pictures and reminiscing about kids we went to school with and what they were doing now. And Bob was always a quiet, sweet boy, very kind and nice. And 
friendly. And he was that boy all grown up into a man now. And there was just something about him, his quiet strength. It just, it just touched my heart. My family's Italian. So I talk with my hands a lot. So I was trying to get a point across to him and I was pointing my finger and pointing my finger. And he just looked at me so lovingly and he reached up and he just gently touched my finger. And it was like the world stopped for a second. I I finally understood that country song, You Had Me From Hello, because I just knew by that touch that I was always supposed to be with this person. This was the person I was meant to be with. And I just was in love. I really was. I was smitten. And he was so sweet. And we hugged and, you know, and then we left. And all the way home, I'm just grinning from ear to ear. And I got home and he had a message on my email and he said, I know we just left each other, but I can't wait to see you again. So to make a long story short, two weeks later, I moved in with him, (laughs) which was pretty amazing because he had been a confirmed bachelor for 29 years after his divorce. So I moved into the bachelor pad and he had to deal with the girly girl and it, it took a little bit of getting used to, but we did. So, um, some time had passed and We had been on a couple of cruises, and it was May 1st of 2013. June 1st of 2013, we were scheduled to go on the Disney Cruise Line on the uh, Magic to the Mediterranean. That had already been planned, and we knew that that was coming up. And we were watching. I usually record Steve Harvey. Well, we were watching the Steve Harvey show, and they had a couple on there in their late 50s. And the title of the show that day was Why Won't My Man Commit? And this lovely woman had lived with this man for five years and was in tears telling Steve Harvey that, yes, he's told me he's committed to me, but I need more than that. I need a ring on my hand and I want to get married. And Steve was telling her, yes, you deserve this. The woman started telling her boyfriend why she needed to be married, and she's crying, he's crying, and he finally proposes. I'm sitting there crying because it was so touching. Bob's crying, and within moments, he's on his knee asking me to marry him, and it was the best moment of my life. I just... It gives me chills now even thinking about it. So we owe some of that to Steve Harvey also. But that's <laughs> that's how we knew we were going to get married, May 1st. And then he said, let's get married right away. I said, okay. He said, why don't we get married in Europe or on the cruise? Well, that's 30 days away. And I'm just thinking, I don't I don't know how we're going to do this. But I guess we can. You know, I'm, I'm pretty um, resourceful. I was looking on the internet to see if you could get married in Europe, and that was out because you have to be a resident for so many days. You have to be uh, of a certain religion, and that just wasn't working. And I do remember having seen someone renewing their vows on one of the Disney cruises, and I I love Disney. I I probably been to Disney World seventy five times, and I'm a Disney Vacation Club owner. I've been on eight cruises. I just love Disney. I think that. Their customer service is second to none. And it's just it's just like going back to childhood. So I, I looked on the Disney website for the weddings. And sure enough, there it was, destination weddings. And I'm like, hot dog, I found this. I was so excited. And the website is just beautiful. It explains everything, what it costs, what's included. But the only thing was it said that you should plan on having your wedding a year in advance, planning a year in advance. Well, I only had 29 days by now. 
So I thought, well, I'm just going to call and see what happens. So the next business day I called and I spoke with the wedding coordinator in Orlando and she said, boy, it's really last minute. But let me call the Disney Cruise Line and see what I can do. And I was on hold and I was holding my breath, crossing my fingers. And she came back on and said, there are no weddings planned for that cruise. So, yes, we can do it. I was so excited. I mean, being a Disney bride to me is like being Cinderella. And at my age, yes, I'm chronologically, I'm 60. Four. But in my mind, I'm not, trust me. I'm still like, I want to be a Disney bride. I want to be a Disney bride. So that started the ball rolling. And she said to me, you need to pay everything up front. And I did. And she told me to print out the contract and look at the um, choices of what we wanted for our ceremony. Did that and faxed it back to her. And there we were ready to have a wedding. So then came, how do you plan a wedding in 29 days? My biggest problem was, what was I going to wear? Because by then I was 63. And what does a 63-year-old wear to get married? I wanted sleeves, first of all, and it couldn't be low cut. And I wanted to be T-length, but I wanted it pretty. So I found a dress on clearance for $57. It was exactly what I wanted. And I guess it was on clearance because no one would wear such a thing except for a 63-year-old woman. It's the only thing I could figure, but that was a bargain. So then I had to get shoes, and I ended up buying a pair of shoes online that cost four times as much as the dress. They were just beautiful, (laughs) but they were perfect. They were just perfect. So I had that, and then we needed wedding rings. So my mother is Irish, decided that I wanted something to honor my mother. So we sent away to Ireland to have handcrafted wedding rings that were made of silver to save money because gold is so expensive. So we got the wedding rings and they are inscribed with Mo'anam Kara and that in Gaelic means my soulmate. So those rings were so special to us. And I was a nervous wreck thinking they're never going to get here. They're never going to get here. But the man in England shipped them overnight. He said he sent them one day and I got them the next day in the United States. So we had those. And then I really wanted my husband to have one of those Mickey top hats with the ears, you know, that I've seen before, but they don't make them anymore. Right. I found one online for $75 and I'm like, I'm not paying $75. That's more than my dress. So I ordered a top hat and I cut the ears off of my Minnie Mouse baseball hat and I hot glued them on and voila, I had this beautiful hat for my husband to wear. It was really cute. It really was. And then I ordered the um, mini veil, you know, the DisneyStore.com and got a another veil on a headband. So I had that. And then I decided I wanted to get some special shirts. Can you believe this in 29 days? But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I found I could have these shirts made. One said mini and the other said Mickey and the one said soul and the other one said mate. So that was perfect. So I got those and I ordered some special magnets for our stateroom door that would tell people we were getting married. And I also ordered some specially, um, they were handcrafted charms that go on a on a glass like a wine glass or a champagne glass and they had hearts and then his said bob and mine said Susie. so we used those for our wedding also so we were great ready to go and um i also the most special thing that i got was i had a hanky embroidered with it said bob i love you for the boy you once were the man you are today and the husband you'll be forever Susie 6213. 
And it just makes me cry when I think about it because it was such a precious gift. And, and that is who he is to me. He is a man grown up from the sweet boy that I always knew. And it was just such a, such a wonderful love story. And for his wedding gift, I found someone that folds pages in a book. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but she chose for me, the um, cover was the same color as a Mediterranean sea. It's like a blue green and the pages are folded, not cut, but folded. So when you sit the book up, it says forever. Oh, neat. It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. So I got all that done in 30 days and we flew to Barcelona on May. It was either 30 or 31st with the time changes. I can't remember, but we got there a day ahead. What was really nice with Disney Cruise Line is that I chose to stay in one of their host hotels. So we had transportation from the airport to the hotel when we got off the plane, it was, you know, I nothing was written in English and I, I was just overwhelmed. And there was someone waiting there with our name on a sign. And I thought, well, I guess this is where we go. I thought we were going to get on a bus like you do with Walt Disney World. So they took us and put us where we needed to be, went and gathered our luggage for us. I couldn't believe that. Got it off of the carousel and took us to where we needed to be and then dropped us off at the hotel. The next day was June 1st, and we were going to embark that day, and Disney also arranged for transportation for us from the hotel to the ship, which made things so easy because so many people didn't speak English. I couldn't believe it. Barcelona was lovely. It was really nice. I wish we had more time there. We spent one day there. So we got to the ship, and it, <laughs> it was almost primitive looking when you think of what the terminal looks like in the United States, in Florida. That's so beautiful. And this was just, I don't know, where the walls stuck up here, there, and everywhere. And I just followed the crowd, went to where the castaway sign-in was. Well, it turned out that we were number one to board. That was our given number because we were getting married. There were people in line everywhere. So we were scurried to the front of the line and people were just looking at us like, who do those people think they are? And we had our soulmate shirts on and our wedding years. I've got our picture taken with Mickey and Minnie. And one of the nice things also that comes with the wedding package is that they will steam your clothing for you for the wedding, for the ceremony free. So we dropped my wedding gown and we dropped his suit off at guest relations and headed for our room. And in there, there was a note from our wedding coordinator, whose name was Vanessa, to meet us at a certain time that afternoon to go over everything. So I didn't have to worry about anything. It was all taken care of. And they gave us, it was a beautiful fruit basket with some chocolate covered strawberries and some other little treats. And also... Um, a beach bag that was embroidered Disney weddings. It was really pretty. And inside of it were two beach towels that were the size of a bed. And it said Disney weddings on it. And then it had a picture of Castaway Key. So those are the that's one of the gifts that you get with the wedding package. I thought that was really nice. So that night we went to one of the dining rooms and we thought, well, we'll be sitting with other people. That's how you usually meet people. And um, nope, we had our own personal table and it was all decorated really nicely for us with swans and hearts. And our servers knew we were getting married. So they we really enjoyed them for that week. They couldn't be nicer. They just went beyond the call of duty to do whatever they needed to do for us. So that evening, we knew that the next day Vanessa was going to come and she was going to take Bob, take him to where he needed to be, which was deck seven on the magic. But I understand that 
when they remodeled the Magic, they no longer had that little private area on that deck, which is a shame because it was really a nice place to get married. And we were fortunate the weather was nice that day, too. So Vanessa came and picked me up and and she escorted me to where I needed to be. Prior to the cruise, I became friends. You know, there are a lot of people meet on Diz boards and Facebook. So we had a group and I got to know these people through, you know, the messages we'd write. And when I told them we were getting married, they were so excited. And since we didn't have anybody else on the cruise with us, I said, well, you can come and watch the wedding from above deck seven. So there was a group up there gathered to watch and they were taking pictures and videos. And even one of the couples that I met on Facebook was a professional photographer and he showed up and actually took pictures of us free of charge. I couldn't believe how nice people were. It was just overwhelming. And it might have been our age and that we were so, you could just see the joy on our faces. It was, it is, love is just so wonderful. And if anybody thinks it's not possible when you get older, if you're thinking it's never going to happen, it can always happen. And it, it, it was wonderful. So our officiant for the wedding was the assistant cruise director, Michael, really nice young man. When I walked out, it was just nice to see the crew in their white dress uniforms. It just was lovely. They had a, a red carpet for me to walk across and the bow of that deck was decorated with big white bows. There was a table to the right that had flowers all over it and the glasses to do the toast with our little charms on them. They put our Disney ears on the table and then the wedding cake. And what was really nice is everything looked like it was supposed to look that you, you looked at the website and the cake I chose. That's what it looked like. The bouquet was beautiful. That's what I chose. The pianist played the music. It was just beautiful. And we danced to, it was a CD and it's you, I'm sure you don't know who Ricky Nelson is, but um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> he was from the fifties and there was a song that Bob has always sung to me since we got together and it's, there'll never be anyone else but you for me. So we danced our dance to that, which was really sweet. And our vows were just like they were, you know, in a normal wedding, but we wanted to say our own vows and we really didn't have to write anything because we were able to speak each to each other from the heart. I just was so thankful to God for bringing him into my life. So thankful that we had the means to be able to go on this beautiful trip. It was a sunny day with a breeze blowing. The, the ocean was beautiful. It just couldn't be more beautiful. And there I was with the man that I've known since I was seven years old. And it, it was a very special day. And being a Disney bride, it was a dream come true. I felt like a princess. I really did. Hmm. After the dance, we cut the cake. And then we did the champagne toast. And by then, the, the ceremony's over. And Disney takes care of everything. They put everything away from the table and we didn't have to worry about anything. And we had the Disney photographer to do our wedding package. We chose the least expensive just to save money and because we're older and, you know, I'm really not crazy about pictures of myself anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not that I didn't want the memory of our wedding, but I don't really like looking at my pictures. But anyway, he took us everywhere on the ship and to have the Disney characters at your wedding costs a lot of money and you have to arrange it well in advance because they're on a schedule. 
So we didn't have a Disney character, but Pluto came by and photobombed us, which was really cool. And we have a really nice picture of, of Pluto in front of us. And he took us to pretty areas on the ship. And um, it was about 45 minutes. He took all of our pictures and um, that was it. So he said he'd let us know when we could view our pictures and decide what we wanted. That evening, we had our wedding dinner at Palo's, and when we got there, it was the table was decorated with flowers and it was so pretty. All the things from the wedding, they actually brought out a piece of the wedding cake up for us for our dessert. Our server was just fantastic. He couldn't have been nicer. Everyone was congratulating us. We didn't know anybody, but they were all congratulating us because they could see we just got married. I'm sure, like I said, the joy on our faces, it was just so obvious People have said that to us all along is that we're just beaming. We're just such different people since we met each other. And that's part of the of the love that we share for one another. So after dinner, we had a lovely dinner and we went back to the room and it was decorated with white rose petals all the way across the floor up onto the bed. And then the towel animal was two swans kissing. It was so sweet. It was just adorable. Um, and there was also a bottle of champagne on ice our wedding cake and everything that had been on that table was there. Some of the other things that we got as part of the package, we got to keep the cake topper, which was Mickey and Minnie. And we also got the cake knife and the server and it's engraved with Disney weddings. But anyway, that was really nice. Those were the other two gifts that we got. The next night, which was really fun, is we went to the adult show called Match Your Mate. And we were chosen as the newlyweds, which was really funny because we were older than the people that were married the longest. It's a game like, it's a game like, um, oh, they, it's like the newlywed game, you know, that they have on TV, but they choose a newlywed couple, a couple married about 10 years, five to 10 years, and then whoever's married the longest. And they ask you questions and it, it's crazy. It was so much fun because I have such a sense of humor and being a nurse, you know, nothing embarrasses me, unfortunately, probably my husband would say, but it was really fun. That was really fun. And then, of course, the rest of the trip, going to all the different ports, it, it was just a beautiful, beautiful cruise. It was spectacular. Wow. It sounds wonderful. And this has been such a great description. I only have two questions. Okay. <laughs> One question is, what flavor cake did you choose and how did you like it? Well, we chose two different flavors for the layers, and then we chose two different of the fillers in between. And I can't remember what they were. I think the one was chocolate and one was vanilla, I think. I can't remember, quite honestly. It was delicious. It, it really was. It was really good. I will tell you that we did have a problem with the photographer. I couldn't get in touch with him to view our pictures, which was very disconcerting. And finally, Vanessa, the wedding coordinator on the ship, tracked him down, and he didn't show us our our pictures until the day before we had to disembark. So he met with us right before we were supposed to go to supper. We had 20 minutes to choose which oh. pictures we wanted from his computer, which made it very difficult. So we were writing these numbers down because you get so many pictures, so many 8x10s and so many 5x7s, whatever. We wrote in what we wanted down, and he said, pick them up at Shutters the next day as we left the ship. And he wasn't someone who worked for Shutters. He was actually, he explained to me that he works for the Disney Cruise Line, but he's their official photographer. 
So anyway, we the next day we got our pictures and I saw that some of them that we had chosen weren't there. And I really wasn't happy. And what I did was when I got home, I sent an email to Orlando to the wedding coordinator there. And she got in touch with whoever it was that manages the pictures. And they reimbursed me half of the fee that I paid and sent me a CD from Europe of the pictures that were taken. So I was happy about that. It all worked out. And my advice would be, if you want personalized pictures, something contemporary, something special, rather than you're standing there and snap a photo, snap a photo, snap a photo, it probably would be wise to consider finding a photographer on your own and then having to pay for his cruise unless he wants to pay for it himself or herself or have a family friend or somebody that knows you personally and can spend time with you and get to know you. He was very, very nice. Don't get me wrong. He was really a nice man. It's just that it just didn't work out real well for us. This is really good advice. The other thing, one other thing that I I think if I could change, there were two things, actually. I would have loved to have had a flower from my bouquet to have preserved. But as you know, you can't bring anything back into the United States that's a plant, food, anything. So you can't take any of your bouquet with you. I guess you could if you wanted customs to arrest you, but... (laughs) I wasn't going to chance that. So that was one thing. And the other thing is when you get married on the Disney cruise line, the wedding on the ship is not official. It's just a ceremony. They can't officially marry you. So you're told to get married either before the cruise or after. Now, if you embark in Florida or anywhere in the United States, as you get on the ship, they have a JP, come on, a justice of the peace, whatever. And they do a very simple civil ceremony with you as soon as you board. So you're married that same day as you're on the ship. But since we were in Europe, they couldn't do that. So we had to get married here at home in a civil ceremony. So now we have two wedding dates, unfortunately. But we're always going to count June 2nd as our, our wedding date, which was the Disney the Disney wedding. Plus now you have two excuses for cake. Yeah, and I have two excuses to get mad. You forgot my wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Well, do you have one single favorite memory? It sounds like the whole trip was amazing, but I just wonder if there's one memory that really stood out from the day as your favorite. Well, I think that, first of all, just being on that ship and being a Disney bride at my age was just absolutely amazing to me. And when I they opened the door to walk out onto that deck and I saw Bob with tears in his eyes, it it just melted my heart. It It was just a lovely, lovely moment. And the officiant, the smile on his face, he could just tell that this was really something special. But I must say the match game was one of my favorites also. We won. <laughs> oh, that's good. We won. We shared the bottle of champagne with all the other couples, though. So that was fun. But that was fun. And I'd recommend anyone who gets married on the ship, go to that. And just the crazier and the funnier you are, the more the crowd likes it. So it it was hilarious. <laughs> that's great. Well, Susan, thank you so much for sharing your story. I think it's a wonderful love story, and it's also really instructive to anybody who's maybe considering doing a wedding or a vow renewal on the cruise line. So I appreciate your sharing. Well, thank you so much. it It was lovely, and I hope that people enjoy our story. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. 
Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. Thank you.